Here we are with the first ever episode of MagoochCast Sports Podcast. I have Jared Lilly here with me today, and we're just going to talk about the Kentucky Derby, Denver versus Portland, four-overtime game, and baseball, baseball, baseball. So, first order of business, the Kentucky Derby. It was one of the best Kentucky Derbies ever. Um, It was definitely the most interesting and tell us why i mean i can't go back in time and tell you it's the most interesting because i've only seen several but one of the most interesting to date that i've seen with the replay that happened to prove that the winning horse who turned out to not be the winning horse uh got in the way of one of the other horses and was disqualified so the horse that crossed the finish line first got disqualified. So a 57 to 1 odds horse won because the horse that got disqualified hit heels with other horses. It was just funny. The review took 15 to 20 minutes. Everybody was like kind of going crazy wondering what was going to happen. It was, and uh, when you talk about replay, this is another instance in which they were able to check everything and make sure that horses follow the rules. The also interesting to find out how they do reviews in in uh, horse racing, where they have three people review it and they vote on whether or not they think the horse obstructed the other horses. Yeah, um, another thing that was interesting was who attended the Kentucky Derby. One of the NBC broadcasters was Vaughn Miller, uh, one of the best football players ever. And a funny thing is he introduced Tom Brady, who he, an interconference rival. Yes, uh, it was an interesting interview. Uh, Tom Brady appeared, to me anyway, to have drinking a few alcoholic beverages he was having a good time with Vaughn yeah it was nothing similar to Tom Brady's uh, Super Bowl interview where he was in the zone um he acted not like Tom Brady but there are a bunch of other people there there were three different NFL quarterbacks there Aaron Rodgers Baker Mayfield and obviously Tom Brady I think they saw Larry Fitzgerald there as well Yes, which is, so they had Pro Bowl, they had the Pro Bowl team there. <laughs> Not the whole Pro Bowl, but close. It, it was quite funny. And apparently all of the Patriots and all of the Packers, or close to the entire team, were hanging out together, which I found interesting as well. Yeah, they were probably 50 and one of the 150,729 fans attending the Derby. Yeah, that's, I mean, I would like to one day be one of the 150,000 plus. That would be quite, quite awesome. Yeah. (laughs) It's one of those where you you go to enjoy a mint julep. Uh, Obviously, you can't yet, but... (laughs) Uh, you can apparently buy a $2,500 one made in a gold cup. And be a broadcaster that drinks it and be the only one that drinks it. 
Well, I don't know if it was the broadcaster. This was a lady that was representing whatever was a, bourbon company was. Yeah. Was Woodward sponsoring Bourbon it. Company. There you go. It was. It was funny. Something cool that happened today was there was a Japanese horse for the first time ever racing. Yep, it was kind of crazy. I mean, it's cool that they were able to do that. Um, so it. Apparently, its lineage goes back to a horse that raced some time ago. I do not remember great, the horse. Its great-grandfather won the Kentucky Derby sometime a really long time ago. But what was also cool is this was the first time Japanese people could actually bet on this. Yeah, they set it up to where normally they can't gamble on the Kentucky Derby because it's not within the country. But since there was a Japanese horse, they made an exception this time. For the first time? Interesting. Yeah. Apparently, um, Japanese horse racing is huge in their country. It's a growing sport. It's it's kind of funny because when you look at... They showed a clip on the TV of the horse track in Japan. They It was first come, first serve. So they'd like sprint off onto the track, sprint to their seats... It's a race to the seats as long with the horses. Yeah, it was kind of crazy with the uh, general admission. It was kind of like, it looked like a Black Friday type situation <laughs> um, where they were sprinting to get to the best seats in the house. So, um, a lot of things happened today. Another funny thing about the review was this horse that... Cross the finish line first was favored highly, um, but had never lost a race. Up had never point. lost a race until this disqualification. But as soon as it hit that last straightaway, it was there's nobody that could catch it. Yeah, I didn't. I mean, you, you talk about looking at the review. Um, I really thought. It would have won no matter what, regardless of blocking some of the other horses, because it was a length and a half ahead. Yeah, but it did mess up two other candidates that could have won the race. Well, they were in the running. I don't know if they would have won it. They could have. There was, uh, so he originally hit, uh, I believe. I can't remember his number. It was 18 like. Or something. It was like a six to one odds horse that was supposedly gonna win it, who lost cause of this. Well, supposedly lost cause of this. Well, the rules state that the guy gets disqualified because. Of I think we think there should be a re race, but the horses wouldn't like that. If you're an animal lover, you would definitely understand. Yeah, a re race would be interesting. It'd be a much slower race. But... Much much slower race. <laughs> It wouldn't be the most exciting two minutes in history. It'd be the most exciting four minutes in history. But <laughs> it would it'd sure be cool to see if they could do a rerun. Yep. We just do-overs. That's that's what we want to do. It's like a false I, start. I'd, just I'd, do it over. Yeah. I'd want to see the horse that took it off if he has good, like, endurance. Like, maybe he can just run that mile. Yeah, it, it'd be interesting. You just don't want them to get hurt, like you said. Yeah, like if you understand if you like animals or something like that. So, it's 
I'd feel bad for the horse, but it'd be interesting. It, it would be. I'd be all for it. I'd vote for it, like Chuck Norris in Dodgeball. <laughs> Chuck Norris. <laughs> um, it's, it's a good sport to watch. It's interesting, the betting. So J- Japan was estimated to have bet $10 million on their horse. In the States, the horse had 57 to 1 odds, I believe. In Japan, he had 27 to 1 odds. So I'd say they like that horse. Yeah. I mean, if, if, it, if it's big there, it's big here, even if it's... I'll tell you, when I'm gambling, I just lose my money on horses. So I just didn't gamble. Smart. <laughs> Gotta do what you gotta do to make money or save money. <laughs> we'll be back in a couple of seconds to talk about the Denver against Portland last night. Crazy game. Okay, we are back with the Denver against uh, Portland Trailblazers. It was a four-overtime game, the first one since 1953. That's a long time ago. <laughs> a long time ago. What was that, uh, 66 years ago? Don't do the math. It's just too long ago. Too long. Um, but So it started at 8.30. It ended at like 12.30. So, two-day game. It, it, it was a great game. Just a great game. Overall game. It was a good game. Um, I'm, I'm happy to have been a part. Well, not a, not a part, but have seen the second ever four-time overtime NBA playoff basketball game. <laughs> it sure was cool. It was hard to stay awake through all that because four overtimes you're expecting someone to win during those like it just went back and forth and back and forth then when 10 seconds left what do you know Damian Lillard Nikola Jokic hits a layup tied again yep Muguch here was uh was definitely uh, ready for bed um I just wanted I just wanted it to keep going it was that good I know but I, I wanted it to keep going, like 16% of me, the other 84%, it could have, I, I wanted it to end. I mean, it was one of the best playoff games ever. Yeah, 1953% of me wanted it to keep going. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, it's... It's one of the best playoff matches in the two two seed against the three seed. Um, we're kind of split because we're we live in Denver, and Jared here has been a lifelong uh, Blazers fan. Yeah, so I mean, I've grown up kind of a Denver fan, but uh, ever since the days of Clyde the Glide, I've loved me some Portland Trail Blazers. I've grown up, or I am a big Toronto Raptors fan. It doesn't make any sense. It doesn't. Hey, hey, you like who you like. You gotta love who you love, I guess. Yep. Um, but a couple games before, 
I think it was the first game when the Damian Lillard hit a 40-foot three-pointer to win the game. Uh, I thought he was going to do it again, but... Talking about he, the first-round series with the, the Thunder? The Thunder to win it. That was an amazing game. That was a great game. Not a four-overtime type game. Not but, a four-overtime, no. But buzzer beaters are always good. Buzzer beaters are some of the best. Yes. Um, But this game, uh, Nikola Jokic, 64 minutes, 33 points, four for seven with three-pointers, uh... 13 for 25 in the field. Uh, his current, his before this, his record for minutes a game was 45. Obviously, an overtime game in regular season, but 64 minutes. He's over seven feet tall. He's a big dude. How does he do it? That for a, for a big man, it's it's got to be tough to go that long. I mean, he had a triple double, and he's playing really well all playoffs. Um, 64 minutes for a man that size. There was obvious fatigue towards the end of the game with some of the fouls that he committed just because he couldn't keep up. But, yeah. But by far the most minutes of any nugget. Uh, another thing that contributed to the three-point win by the Trailblazers, Harris for the Denver Nuggets getting or fouling out in second or third overtime, I don't quite remember, but that was one of the big. Well, he's one. He's probably their that best defender, one of their best defenders, and he's good at getting assists. They need him out there. That was crazy. Yeah, I mean, losing that type of defender in overtime is never a good thing, especially when C.J. McCollum's going off. You know, scoring 41 points. Um, normally, you see Damian Lillard taking control of the game, but C.J. McCollum uh, really just, did it last yeah. night. Um, one thing for the Trailblazers, Cantor played through multiple injuries. He had, what, 18 points. Uh, he, he, was, he blocked. He could get uh, assists. He could get... Yeah, I mean, you talk about those injuries. He was, he was obviously hurting. It didn't look good, um, <laughs> but, but he played through it. That's one of those things when you talk about <coughs> manning up in the playoffs. Here, you gotta, you gotta play through. You gotta it. commit or quit. <laughs> exactly. That's exactly it. Uh, I'm again. I'm surprised Damian Lillard wasn't the one to, guys, guys. I'm going to take lead. We need to get through this. Uh, but definitely he did get some momentum changes late in the – Yeah, he hit a three-pointer late in one of the overtimes. Probably the, I think it was the fourth overtime to kind of to kind of give them some momentum. Uh, the one player – I mean, Damian Lillard didn't have a shabby game. No. 28 points isn't bad. It's just not up to Dame time type, uh, type of numbers. Yeah, he – I mean, he hits a forty-foot three. He can't. I, I'm surprised he didn't do it again. Well, he just knows when to give up to to CJ. You know, kind of let yeah. in. It's, you know, yeah. He, he can't be Damian Lillard 100 percent of the time. No, he he allowed CJ to kind of do his thing because CJ was a hot hand. Cantor also hit a big three that like gave that last push of momentum to win the game. I'd say. Probably the biggest play of the game was mm-hmm. from Rodney Hood 
Rodney. Yeah. In that fourth overtime yeah. to kind of propel Portland up there. Seth Curry had some probably the biggest free throws in the game. Yep, made. he hit free throws late and some key free throws yeah, after not playing many minutes. Yeah. He played what? 19 minutes. He uh He's not the They just did it. They Denver they had 10 more uh had more free throws, and I think that's what. It may have been part of the of difference too, as a team. Portland yeah. had ten more free throws made, even though Denver shot a better free throw percentage from the field or a field goal percentage from the field. That they took less shots, which I think is another reason why Portland they they didn't take they only took five less shots, but that could still mean the difference. Could still mean the game. Yep, I I'm looking forward to uh, the next game. They got a quick turnaround, uh, less than two days here, so they played into this morning, and they play again tomorrow. So we'll see yes. how that you know, especially the injuries with yeah. cancer and the fatigue of the Joker there in Denver. Yeah. We'll see how they do. And it's a Portland crowd. It's gonna be it's gonna be probably an even better game, which is going to be hard to beat. It's going to be a hard game to we'll go five beat. overtimes? Five overtimes? First time since... Uh, <laughs> I don't think there's been a five no? overtime oh, okay. playoff first game. First time ever. That'd be so great. So that'd be, that'd be interesting. Elias will be tired, but it'll be a good game. I'll get... I'll pay some, some homeless guy 20 bucks if it goes to <laughs> six overtimes. Fair enough. You might make you might make some homeless man's day. I might, I might. And we'll get to watch a good basketball game. Well, it won't be making the guys' day. It'll be the Nuggets and the Portland Trailblazers. Yes, it will. Yeah. All right. Well, next we have just baseball, baseball, and a little bit more baseball. What about baseball? Baseball. We're baseball. covering that. All right. are back now with the Rockies so that's our hometown team we uh he's not Jared's not the biggest Rockies fan yeah I'm here to support old Magooch though uh but I mainly want to talk about Rymel Tapia why, Man, is it, why is that why is that he is getting hot uh I can't expect He's he probably has the best bat on the Rockies. Um, today, it's just proven. He's proven guilty to be the best hitter. Guilty. He's he's guilty of it. Uh, he's hit some doubles that have pushed them past the push them past the mark. Beat them. He has a two eighty two average on the year. Um, he's ha- probably had more playing time than ever. Well, yeah, I mean, played 31 games so far. That's And he's started probably two-thirds of those. Yeah. He's doing good. They seem to like him. They, 
Well, why would he start? Well, the Rockies have had some injuries, but he's their most notable backup that they need. Probably uh, the he's probably gonna be their pinch hitter against righties. Well, he's pretty fast too, from he, what I know. He's uh, faster than I can run. That's I for mean, sure. when you talk about his swing, I mean he's 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 hitting the ball. He's, he doesn't have much power because he has no body weight. He's six three, one sixty. Uh, he needs. He needs to get a little bulk so he can hit the ball over the fence. He has a couple times. Yeah, but if you're hitting doubles and triples, you don't need to hit over the yeah, fence. Yeah, he has what? He has a bunch of RBIs this He's got year. Five doubles, three triples on the season already. Yeah. He he's good at triples. He's fast. He is lengthy and fast he's got a rather unorthodox running style but it works it works still faster than me he uh i was at a rockies game where he dove into the crowd he almost he did something to his hand he hurt his hand but he sacrificed himself for the ball he he obviously cares about his team enos enos canner style there yeah play through the pain play through the play through the pain it didn't look too bad but He's definitely playing better than Garrett. I mean, he's he's no Garrett Hampson. Let's not let's get that twisted. I mean, one of the best players ever, right? God, they should. They need to send <laughs> Garrett Hampson down. Hampson. Okay, Garrett. But he's got a home run. Garrett Hampson, one home run in his whole major league career. <laughs> Other than spring training, he he led the Rockies in home runs at spring training. What? Because he's the only one that tried. (laughs) (laughs) He knows he has to try and make it to the MLB. He's the only one trying. Bud Black seems to like him. He's playing. Bud Black, yeah, it sucks. He, uh, we went to, he's played like four games. Okay, like 15 to 20 at-bats. He only has one hit. His average right now is one 98. He's not hitting good. He has like he has a bunch of errors. He's not doing any good in the field. He can't play anywhere. I mean, quantify a bunch of errors. How many how many is that? 5. 5. <laughs> he's, yeah. He's played like okay. He's only played like 20 innings in the field. He's played 26 games. I mean, that's that's quite a bit. Well, more than 20 innings in the Are you field, saying obviously. even though he's out there, he's not playing? No. They, if the other teams would be smart and hit it to Garrett Hampson, they'd be winning more games. Okay, so you're talking about on-base percentage goes up when, when Garrett Hampson's when Garrett on the Hampson's field. Garrett Hampson's on the field. All right. Hit it to second base. Yeah. I mean, they're kind of racing. If I, if I am strategizing as a manager playing the Rockies, I'm saying, okay, Hit it to second base or center, because Garrett Hampson can play center. We're kind of wasting Ryan McMahon, right? He if, was injured. The only play. reason Hampson was playing is because McMahon was injured. Gotcha. The only reason. I don't know. I think he was out there otherwise. Daniel Murphy was hurt too. Okay. 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 Fair enough. Fair enough. 
Um, another thing, Tyler Anderson. Tyler Anderson. I heard this is on your bucket list. What's on your bucket list? Tyler Anderson needs to uh, get his contract cut or needs to be sent down to single A. All right, so what you're telling me is that before you die, on your bucket list, you want Tyler Anderson cut? sent back down to the minor leagues or cut. Yes. Pretty harsh. The only team he could succeed. The only team he could succeed on is the Yard Goats. I mean, <laughs> the Yard Goats out in uh, Grand Junction. Yeah. Well, I mean, he's got a pretty terrific 11 plus ERA. Yeah, but when you're that good, you need to be sent down. All right. So just just for reference to the novice listeners, 11. Point seven some ERA, not a good ERA. It's like golf; you want a lower one. Yeah. In baseball. So that was sarcasm. Runs scored, you you want a lot of runs scored. ERA, keep it low, 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 low. Like the T Pain song. Was that T Pain or was it Florida? Florida, Florida. Either way, keep it low. Low, 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 low. Um, but the Rockies relief pitching is kind of having some trouble. Last year, Brian Shaw absolutely sucked, but it was because his release point was to the side. He straightened it out. Now he's the best relief pitcher on the Rockies. It's not bad. You know, I'm, I'm not going to lie. I'm currently looking at the roster. I don't know if I see Tyler Anderson on it. He was, he was injured uh, for a little bit, but I'm glad he was gone. Not that he was injured, but I'm glad he was gone. Uh, they needed that kind of. They played better when Anderson was hurt. Fair enough. Fair enough. Now, the Rockies are currently under 500. Under 500. I know you're pretty upset. They're the way they games. started the Only game. Only a couple games. I know, but you were ready to ride them off the beginning of the season where they kind of crashed really early. They crashed bad. So are they coming back? They're I mean, coming back. They're Magooch Cast Podcast, episode number one. Are they coming back? Winning the division? Winning the conference. Winning the conference. Too bad they don't play in conferences, but they might win the league. <laughs> They're winning the NL. <laughs> Woo! You heard it here first. The Gooch is ready to put his $20 homeless guy money on the Rockies winning the NL. Yeah. Or I'll pay all my money to pretty much have the Rockies beat L.A. In a four-game series. Get that sproom. Get them out of there. You, you just want them swept? Like, either literally, s- literally take a broom, start whacking them with it. I don't know if that's that's probably something that... Whack them! That's probably something that'll get them kicked out of the game. I mean, if we're being serious here. What? L.A. fans will do it? Well, the fans deserve it. The players. The fans, the LA fans deserve it. Worst fans in baseball. I'm putting that down on the table right now. Worst fans in baseball. Well, I don't know. You might get some argument depending on our fans out there and what teams they root for. But hey, hey, LA fans listening to this, just, just, 
Get out of it. Don't. Don't. What he's trying to say is he's got a broom. You better watch yourself. Yes. Regar- I will I will come at you with uh, a broom made of, of steel, okay? And rocks ready to hit you. Well, rocks now we've taken from it, the Rockies. We've taken it to a whole nother level here. I mean, brooms, brooms aren't quite as dangerous, but we're going to start stoning people now? Yes. Get those Colorado Rockies rocks, start chucking them at any division rivals. You're that means Manny Machado. Manny Machado deserves to get injured. He plays for the Padres. I know. He's injured people on purpose. All right, so now so it's Dodgers fans and, and Manny, Manny Machado. Machado. Fair enough. I can get down on the Manny Machado. Okay. And Manny Machado I'll fans. smack him with a broom, too. I will... If you've seen A Knight's Tale, I will take that guy's lance where he breaks it off and it's a spike. I'll take that and shove it into him. Well, that's, I mean, still, again, you're taking this pretty far. Buddy. I don't I don't like people. I don't like people, okay? <laughs> All right. You're going to scare some, fan, some some listeners off here. Okay, let's, I mean, let's just move. <laughs> let's just, just change the subject. Yeah. Well, okay. Elias is getting pretty angry. Um, He just wants Rockies to win. We'll leave it there. Jared is a Detroit Tigers fan, and I am wondering, how do you think they'll do this year? You know, based on based on last year and their fourteen and sixteen record. I mean, after their fifteen to three loss to the Royals today, um, it's looking a little more bleak. But it's a long season, and the way they started the season, I'm I'm a bit encouraged. Mm-hmm. Compared to last season, they've got a lot of young guys on the team. Um, some some injuries to those young guys. Uh, hopefully, they can pull something out. Playoffs, probably not. But you know what? Let's just let's just shoot for not a one hundred loss season. Well, they they are really young, um, like Candelario. One of their most recent position changes, Nick Cassianos to outfield. Um, I'm sure that that was a whole big deal. Like, I'm sure he didn't want that to happen. He was shocked and horrified. I'm sure he's just, you know, in it for the team, okay? Yeah. Now, now they got a young guy that went down, their left fielder, Stewart, right? And maybe that's what Cassianos is filling in for. Mm-hmm. It may not be a permanent they change. Also, they did lose J.D. Martinez. Yeah, but that's two years ago. I mean, I stopped. And Justin Upton. I Justin cr- Upton. Well, so I cried they, about they, the, the J.D. Martinez. Justin Upton, you know, he I, can... I, I personally like Justin Upton. Well, that makes one of us. What? What? You're a Tigers Look, I, fan. I'm not going to take a broom to the guy, but I'm, no, I'm no. not sad that he can't. No, no. I won't. I would not hit him with a broom. He was one of the best outfielders for the Tigers ever. I mean, he was okay. Oh, my God. Ever? Now ever. This, I know you've got a small sample size. Small? Okay, so but, so the Tigers maybe aren't the best team in the league, but they do have some gum, some young guys. They're trying to rebuild. They, uh... They got this guy playing third, Candelario, who is, we saw him in Detroit. He he did decent. Um, I like the guy. He's 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 not bad. Um, they still have I old, old man good. Miguel Cabrera. 
He he's he's actually doing good. He's doing good. He's in and out of injuries. Because he doesn't have injuries. But he's an old man. Um, I love the man. Uh, he's one of those guys. Out one of the only vets you'd say. Yeah, him right? and him and Cassiano, him, Cassianos, Fulmer, and Boyd. Those are like the only people. One one thing. One person I want to bring up: Josh Harrison. Um, they got him from the Pirates over the off season. Uh, I think he fits well. He they've needed a uh, second baseman since uh, what's his name? Kinsler? Ian Kinsler left. So, but I mean, it was, I thought it was a decent free agent signing. It's, He's been less than impressive. You talk about Garrett Hampson at one ninety eight batting average. This guy's hitting one fifty six. I know, but that that he makes up for that in the field. Garrett Hampson, he he doesn't do that in the field. No, let's see. I I don't know. I can't attest to his fielding. I I haven't seen him enough. In the past, he's done he's done just fine. I, mean, I liked him with the Pirates. I, I liked him with the Pirates too. Maybe he should have stayed there though. I I think he's a good addition to the Tigers. I think he's gonna be a good one. Um, one of the bigger losses for the Tigers, Alex Avila, a catcher. He he is one of the ones that fit well into their system. But well, I mean, he he was all right. He was good. Um, yeah. I mean, his dad sticks around as the GM, trying That's to re- the GM. trying to rebuild this team. I yeah. mean, I mean, if your dad doesn't resign you, that must say something about your playing abilities, though. Yeah. Yeah. Or you just didn't have a good relationship. <laughs> well, I. I wish better for them yeah. in their father-son relationship, and maybe being a part helps. Yeah. So Avila now plays for Arizona, who I realize their fans are kind of mean to their division rivals. Um, but I went to a Rockies game against Arizona last year. Uh, the Rockies were up like 18-3, so the Tigers were like, "Eh, who cares? Let's just let's do it." Let's put Alex Avila and Daniel Descalso pitch. Daniel Descalso was an old second baseman for the Colorado Rockies. He, I don't remember if it was a trade or free age, free agency, but he went to the. I don't believe he started with uh, Arizona, but he went from somewhere to Arizona. Uh, it was kind of interesting, so. I thought it'd be fun. It's just funny because they also in that game, Herman Marquez, a pitcher, hit a home run, and it's just funny. So Alex Avila and Daniel Descalso pitch. They were throwing the ball, what sixty miles an hour. It's just funny to see them pitch because it it goes thirty-five miles per hour slower than normal pitch, and they were just throwing throwing off the batters. Yeah, it's hard to hit those pitches. Yeah. You guys experienced that on your uh, huh. baseball team a couple weeks ago. My baseball league, yeah, it sucked. Yep, yeah. it's hard to it's hard to hit those kids that throw it, that throw it slower. Yeah. Uh, I wanted to point out. I just got a notification on my phone. Uh, James Harden. James Harden. This He's good. is not baseball, 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 but or baseball. Apparently, he hit a dagger to win in overtime to get oh, the overtime. series overtime. The series to go two to one now against the Warriors. It's a good game. It is. Good it's good playoffs. We watched year. most of that game before this podcast, but uh, had to turn it off so we weren't distracted. We want to entertain our listeners. Yes. 
see you later. Magooch out.